In recent days, I have refrained from inquiring about Juliet's affairs. I have begun to accept the truth as everyone claims it to be, that I had concocted an illusion of a young girl named Juliet who, with a hammer in hand, only struck the floor and inadvertently killed the downstairs elderly lady and landlord who had come to investigate the noise and water leakage. The so-called number of Juliet stored on my phone was also registered under my own identity card. The person who reported the incident was a mover from a moving company. As he descended the stairs, he heard screams emanating from inside the room. Knocking on the door to offer assistance, he instead saw me opening it while brandishing a bloodstained hammer. Startled by this sight, he let out a cry of alarm before fleeing. Only after confirming that I did not pursue him did he call for help. I struggled to piece together fragments within my mind in an attempt to align my memory with people's accounts of the truth. The more recollection surfaces within me, the wider grows the smile at the corner of my doctor's mouth. The doctor explained that markings beside my hospital bed were made each time I recovered stability following an episode, this being my fourth occurrence already. According to him, during one particularly severe episode, I suspected myself being held captive and attacked a nurse when she came for rounds in an attempt to escape from the hospital. However, these events elicit no impressions whatsoever within me. Every time after taking medication, I fall into deep slumber. When awakening from such sleepiness each time, there sits my doctor recounting everything once again. He claims that despite detesting me as a murderer himself, however duty-bound as his role dictates, ensuring stabilization of my condition takes precedence over all else, the doctor stabilizes it accordingly. When that tree outside resumes its verdant hue signifies quite some time has passed since my last episode. The doctor states that further observation is necessary but assures me that I need not remain locked away within the confines of this room. And so, accompanied by several security guards every week, I am allowed to roam the courtyard for a few hours. Yet whenever other patients catch sight of me, they all shy away in fear. Feeling disheartened, I asked a nurse why no one wishes to sit with me. She replied that upon my arrival at the hospital, my appearance was quite ghastly, bathed entirely in dark crimson hues. On this particularly sunny day, lazily seated on a swing amidst autumn's embrace, a paper airplane landed by my feet. As I bent down to retrieve it, a small girl with braided pigtails stood before me. Uncle, that belongs to me. Thank you, she said sweetly while extending her tender little hand towards what lay in mine. You're welcome. Surprised and delighted, I could hardly contain myself as she was the first person here willing to converse with me. After blowing gently upon it for good luck, I placed the paper airplane into her palm despite there being no earthy residue present upon it. She bounded away joyfully after receiving it when only then did I notice her absence of hospital attire, a child belonging perhaps to another patient. At this realization dawned upon me, Besides police officers and doctors these past days, indeed no one else had crossed paths with me here. Perhaps due to embarrassment caused by my violent acts against others resulting in their deaths or injuries has led my family members reluctant to visit and see firsthand what became of me. A week later brought about another encounter with the same young girl once more. 
excitedly waving at her from afar while cautiously clutching some candies procured through special request from one of the nurses, claiming medicinal bitterness as an excuse, I received nothing more than a disdainful glance in return. She bounded over to me, and as I extended the candies from my pocket with an open palm, her small hand took hold of them. The soft warmth that touched me caused an instant shudder to course through my body. Uncle, is your illness better now? She asked with a sweet smile. It's getting better quickly, however, I still must endure the bitter taste of medicine, I replied while making a silly face at her. Does it still hurt on your body? She furrowed her tiny brows and gently tapped my arm with great care. Pardon? Not quite grasping her meaning entirely but nevertheless continuing to gaze at her intently while maintaining my smile. They say you escaped once and were caught by doctors and policemen when you returned, covered in blood. Dr. Uncle warns other patients that if anyone dares attempt escape like you did, they would receive the same treatment. My smile froze upon my face while forgetting to retract the corners of my mouth, an onset of tinnitus began ringing within my ears. Escape. But I never ran away, I muttered as I absent-mindedly stroked her hair whilst observing how she gleefully savored the candy-filled cheeks within her small mouth. But uncle, you really did run away. We met long ago, don't you remember? You used to give me candies all the time back then. Long ago we had met. Could it be that entering this hospital was not due solely to committing murder? Yet why can't I recall anything? The clamor of voices grows louder amidst persistent throbbing pain resonating throughout my head. Clutching both temples tightly between hands lowered beneath their weight, I gritted down hard upon clenched teeth while struggling for breath growing increasingly labored. Unable to suppress such overwhelming sensations any longer, a closed fist swung forcefully towards an adjacent sculpture, the sight causing terror to grip the small girl who began retreating while bursting into tears. Security guards behind me attempted to restrain me as a nurse rushed over and escorted the little girl away. Observing the hordes of people running amok before my eyes, their chaotic clamor penetrating my ears, someone injected something foreign into my body. My consciousness begins to fade while my body succumbs entirely under another's control. As I lose all sense of awareness, it seems that I catch a glimpse of Juliet's adorable face smiling at me once more.